Hello and welcome to season four of How to Be Human from ArtisanBusinessSolutions.com with more workplace and people management conversation. My name is Dea Osborne and I'm an actor, writer, ops, and development director. And I'm Katherine Jenkins, though most folks just call me Jenkins. And I'm a people management consultant with Artisan Business Solutions. This is How to Be Human. Okay, let's tackle this week's question. Our series for season four is going to be on women in the workplace. And this is uh, an interesting question. That a real live human asked. A real human. I would suggest don't take the bait, but try to assume that they're asking a real question. Okay, good pro tip there. Are you ready? Let's do it. Why do women demand period leave in workplaces instead of demanding more feasible solutions like being allowed to bring oil cloths in office for heavy bleeding and hot water bags for relieving period pain and cramps? Wouldn't it increase discrimination against women in workplaces? What? Yeah, I, I, I oil oil cloths. Yeah, I don't even recall that being in the Old Testament, frankly. So I don't know. Where also, the oil cloth as a practical, I mean, generally you want something that absorbs. That just feels like it'd make just a bigger mess. it around. Um. Okay. All right. All right. So let me see if we if we ignore the rampant misogyny. Yeah. And get to... What they want to know uh, is, why are we demanding things because we have periods? Why don't we just show up and shut up about it, basically? Mm. Wouldn't that make it easier and less of a fight for people to, say, mention, oh, is that that time of month for you? Right. I think that's what he's getting at. I also feel like it's worth noting at this juncture that uh, as a culture, you know, we haven't made a shift referring to, you know, people who menstruate. However, I do think it's important to mention that trans women who who don't menstruate, right. they are still women, and mm-hmm. there are mm-hmm. trans men who still menstruate, and so there is a broader category at play here than Absolutely. just women. Yes. I, I want to say that at the outset, so that this is a women's issue, mm-hmm. but it is not just a women's issue, it's, and it's not an all-women's issue. There, of course, and we'll deal with this later, I believe, in the series, uh-huh. there are, you know, postmenopausal women, right. and there's a lot of categories of women who don't menstruate. Well, there first are other... of all, I would call this a people issue. Yeah. Okay, we are going to have plenty of time in this series to talk about all of the things mm-hmm. that women have to deal with that men do not have to deal with specifically because of where we are in the social register. I noticed specifically the difference between, say, here in the UK, mm-hmm. where they actually have this in their topmost government conversations about workplace issues. They're talking about menopause. They're talking about leave and different ways to honor the time needed for miscarriages. Mm. They're talking about periods. They're talking about other health Mm -hmm. issues that happen to women in continents, which Mm -hmm. usually is considerably upped by the fact that you've pushed human beings out of certain areas and and carrying the children. Like I was a bladder baby. I just apparently just sat on the (laughs) hung on. I was like, this is not awesome pillow over here (laughs) to the detriment of my mom for nine freaking months of just like having to go to the bathroom every five seconds and these are real issues but really what this focus is I believe Mm -hmm. why don't we just shut up about it and show up because the dudes don't go off complaining about whatever it is that dudes are having issues with at any particular time what men are you talking about and that's exactly it you could argue in a lot of cases that a great deal of what corporate America deals with is men's issues (laughs) 
Um, and, and this is really, and, this is it. It's the, why do I have to adjust anything mm-hmm. for anybody else? Really, I think that's when we get down to it. If mm-hmm. it wasn't periods, it would be something else. Yeah, so I think it's not that they want special dispensation. It's not like we want special dispensation right. or allowances. What we want, by and large, mm-hmm. is the acknowledgement that things are happening to us, mm-hmm. health issues are occurring that we don't control. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, much like people's ability to go to a doctor, to go to mm-hmm. a dentist when they have a toothache, to deal with these issues, mm-hmm. there should be something in place for us to be able to deal with these issues. Also, I think the line about, you know, why don't you just come into work and bring the things that you need? I would like nothing more, first of all, Mm. to not have to deal with it in the first place. (laughs) Yeah, boy howdy. And then secondly, when it is something that I do have to deal with, and speaking for myself, Mm -hmm. I get knocked out. Mm -hmm. My periods are world class, man. I mean, they really show up. Mm -hmm. So what I'm looking for I mean, mm-hmm. I own my own business, so I get to set my own but standards, but not everybody does. And not right. I, I certainly not haven't always been in that position. What I'm looking for is not a day off. Sometimes that's what I need. Right. But my goal is how do I fulfill my job? Actually, how do I fulfill my job? Period. And if I'm feeling that poorly, mm-hmm. going into the office, putting on office appropriate clothes right. doesn't actually help me fulfill my job. Now, taking a work day at home mm-hmm. might be much more feasible. Absolutely. I would be much more productive. Yeah. A half and day, totally. a full day even, but having access mm-hmm. to bathroom facilities, mm-hmm. not having to have something that's tight around your stomach, yep. not having to go in and out of meetings. Yeah. And this isn't something we are leveraging to get special treatment. We are no. trying, like no. everybody else, to hit our um, we just monthly want targets. Cope. We want the ability to cope with mm-hmm. it and a little bit of aid to do that coping. I myself, yes, also on the heavy cramp scale to the fact that a lot of the time is spent in the bathroom with nausea, right. um, which is super attractive. You don't want something, you know, wandering around the office talking to you in meetings with vomit breath. And that's, right. you know, again, people problem, not just mine. Right. It's everybody's problem <laughs> at that point, right? And I noticed a pivot ability during COVID, the mm. first time I was able to do my work from home for my last organization and the ability to say, you know what, I just need an extra two hours mm-hmm. of sleep. I'm just going a little bit slower, but I can make it to my computer and I can do what I need to do. You know what? I need to take a freaking nap because I'm having extremely heavy flow, which fellows means a drastic hit in your iron levels. And that is a huge amount of your capability to activate in a day, to get up, to move, to be present mindfully. There's a lot that goes with that. And you can't just shove that back in. I mean, there's ways you can drink wine and stock up on your steak, but you don't really want to do that at 10 a.m. when you're super nauseated, right? But because of that, because of being able to work from home home and deal with the Mm -hmm. schedule, how I needed to deal with it, Mm -hmm. I had zero Mm call-ins of sick days. Days because that's usually what we do, ladies, right? We call in as a sick day because that's what it is. So we're using the other days that are given to us as PTO that are given to everybody, but we're having to use it or decide if we're going to use it on a monthly freaking basis, which if you only get two weeks of PTO a year can drastically hit you. So it's like, do I go into work when I'm in extreme pain so that I can take a holiday at some point this year right? or not? That's the kind of thing that I think we're talking about. And when it comes to thinking about things in terms of a people-centric way, looking at an individual looking at everything that they have to offer and saying, are there adjustments that we can make as an organization that allow this person to bring their full potential to bear for us? Mm -hmm. And these are pretty simple adjustments in terms of, not the adjustments, 
suggested by the, not, the question asker, but, but no. the ability to work from home, which yeah. of course we are already seeing mm-hmm. dramatically increase post the initial COVID impact. There's a lot more flexibility that we've learned mm-hmm. that not only can we make these shifts as organizations, but we can thrive in the midst of this new work environment. Hopefully this allows for this kind of flexibility, right. not just for individuals during their menstrual cycle, but for all kinds of yes, things. Yes, I need to pivot because of my kids' practice. Yeah. I have a ball game and I play on a league and I want to be able to go and play on that league. You know, I, I want to play around a golf with my buddies. There are so many ways that we can make this an across-the-board value. That creates a much more, putting aside work-life balance, yeah. a work-life synergy, mm-hmm. where the two are feeding each other and supporting each other and you have a healthy relationship mm-hmm. between the two. You know, one ebbs while the other one flows, right? Mm-hmm. No pun intended. These things, we didn't actually learn them when women said, hey, I need a little bit of extra support here. It took the world shutting down and the men having their issues right. impacted right. for us to see this manifest in terms of flexibility and, and where work happens. However, we are able to now take that lesson learned and apply it mm-hmm. to folks who are menstruating, folks who are pregnant, folks who have varying other health considerations, disabilities, of a whole variety. I remember hearing about the shift from performances, like theater performances and music performances in the early COVID times being put online and how it increased access for folks who would be first time either they don't have Mm -hmm. physical access to the building or they would be overstimulated by the environment but they were able to access the performances Mm -hmm. taking the lessons that we have learned from this brave new world that we are in and applying it to increase access increase equity there's nothing but gain there really is only gain in this again not thinking from just a woman's perspective thinking of it as a people perspective power pivots yeah and the organization benefits when each of these individuals is able to fulfill their job at the highest possible level, not putting barriers between them and their success, which their success is your success. This is very much a win-win scenario that we are striving for here. It really is. It's not a one-hit fix, but there is one kind of pivot that can be made across the board for people of all different experiences Mm -hmm. and physical, mental needs. Mm -hmm. That pivot can be a positive benefit to all of these people and is again why embracing some sort of hybrid environment for working now is just it's it's essential if you're going to talk about true DEI you want actual equity and inclusion and you want access for the most diverse the population most diverse population then this is the kind of work environment that needs to be and watch you'll implement these things and the, the ROI mm-hmm. is just going to increase over time mm-hmm. Okay, that pretty much wraps up yes. this. That just wraps that oil cloth up nice and neat. <laughs> if you have any questions you'd like to ask, you can do that at artisanbusinesssolutions.com. While you're there, don't forget to check our newsletter, blogs, and services. And check out our social media as well on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I'm Daya Osborne. And I'm Catherine Jenkins. And this has been How to Be Human.